0: This is Justin, and I'm here with my bodaciously bodacious. beautiful wife, Denisha. And yeah. you are listening to the Focus on Me podcast.
1: You know, I never know what word you're going to say, and I bet the people who listen from week to week to week don't, or episode episode <laughs> so, like, bodacious, 1986 Ninja Turtles called. <laughs> and they were like, their words
0: back. I didn't say nothing like cowabunga. Or nothing
1: I mean, bodacious is pretty close.
0: I could have said bombastic. What? No, I take bombastic
1: better than bodacious. They all Shaggy. in the same area.
0: No. They, Shaggy and
1: bombastic is so different than bodacious. Like, hey, you ain't never even been to California to be talking about some bodacious. I don't mean, make sense. Anyway.
0: Uh, so.
1: Welcome to the episode. Welcome guys.
0: to the episode. I, I would assume that you all are caught up. And you are here, meeting us here at this uh, latest and new episode. So, let's get started then, honey.
1: right. so today, um, our conversation, (laughs) in the words of Shakespeare, but Shakespeare meets 2021, Shakespeare said, to be or not to be? That is the question. And our subject today is to twerk or not not to twerk. twerk. That is the question. But, to give this conversation some context, there was a, a pretty famous, pretty yeah. pretty well-known um, gospel worship artist leader who got married recently. And um, I also just had to say, you know, social media. we we'll had to make sure we wrote that in. But put up a picture of, or put up some pictures from his wedding. And there were moments in the wedding where there was obvious... You know, prayer and crying, and mm-hmm. you know, you put up that the presence of the Lord was there. Right, right. And in the next frame, it was a picture, or in the next picture on on the social media, was a picture of them celebrating at their reception, and apparently, you know, it was viewed as them twerking. Mm-hmm. And so there was a lot of controversy. Holy twer- now, I don't know about <laughs> holy twerking, <laughs> but we gonna talk about that too. Like, why has it got to be holy? But anyway, No, I, I know,
0: I'm just, but I'm just saying that's,
1: so that's a whole good point to talk about. But so, yeah, so there was a lot of controversy about his pictures. And while they were on the honeymoon, he put up an apology post. And then I, I haven't watched it, but I even saw that on YouTube, there was a video of him apologizing. And so, obviously, this is a marriage and relationship podcast, so I've, I think this would be a good conversation to have about, you know, to twerk or not to twerk. So, the first question I guess I'll ask you is, what do you think the backlash or response was about?
0: So, before, before I answer that, okay. I have to do a shameless plug. Oh, gosh. And tell anybody who is listening to this, if y'all know who we are talking about, find a way to send this to him, perhaps. Oh. Or tag him, <laughs> because I one want him to know that we stand in solidarity with them <laughs> as a married couple because your twerk is undefiled with I don't your know that's exactly wife.
1: what description however
0: <laughs> however um yes yeah, so that's my little quick little shameless plug let him know telling him he needs to listen they need to listen to it they need to listen to this here so you know they can get some more life and they can have some more um, support. Well,
1: based, um, as I say, definitely support, but based on the pictures, they don't look like they need. They don't more need life. much more life. They look well, like listen, they was enjoying themselves. But.
0: Yeah, yeah. So, uh, so I, I, I feel like uh, sometimes. So there's two sides of this. Um, the first side I'm gonna I'm gonna talk about is simply that. Um, I was asking what, I, what
1: the backlash was.
0: Yes. The backlash, I think, was silly. Quite frankly, mm-hmm. I, I think it was. I, I think all of the people's who the people who were coming at them about it in a negative way, I think, was very silly.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Especially because they're married, mm-hmm. you know. I think in the and I, I'm air quoting this for those who cannot see me because Which you cannot. Is everybody, <laughs> right? Um, I'm air quoting that for the people in the quote unquote church world. They think they, they probably, a lot of people looked at it and was like, oh, I can't believe he's doing this. And that, you know, oh, I can't believe they're posting this. Well, when you're married, I mean, I guess when you're not married too, you, can post what you want to post. But if you choose to post it and this is with you, you and your your spouse, that's your choice. Now, with that comes the, just like any other post, the possibility of people coming at you. Or supporting you. Because you're going to have both. Now, I, I can't help but to wonder the people that are coming at them if they just mad because they ain't got nobody twerking on them. That's, that's, their, th- that's their spouse. That's a- Because, you know, you they might have somebody twerking on them, but they can't call them their own because they, they might be a couple people's. So you feel like they're jealous? Oh, yeah. I definitely feel like there was a, a level of, of jealousy because here's the thing. It was clear that there were because if it was if it was done at the wedding, there were other people there, so it was clear that their leaders were there too mm-hmm. so and clearly they're married so they don't have they don't have a problem their leaders don't have a problem with them doing that um so but
1: you know let me just say i I think that's part of the to me challenge about this controversy is. Mm-hmm. Oh, if, and, and he even referenced that in his apology commentary. Oh, my leaders know about this and my leaders mm-hmm. are accountable. You were saying their leaders were there. I, I I have a challenge with that. I'm not saying I'm right, but I'm just saying I'm challenged by that because if my quote-unquote spiritual leaders are okay with me twerking, then it's okay, even if the world, social media, whatever. Right? right? I think that that's, to me, has been some of the challenge with the way people view organized or people who have challenges with organized religion see it from the level of it's so much control etc cetera, etc cetera. Yes, and that right. standpoint of my leaders are okay with this so it's okay for me to do and my question is is God okay with it? Did mm-hmm. God say it was okay? And you said, you, you quoted the scripture even though Paul wasn't saying it to him. <laughs> you said it, but and let's just lay on that for a minute. You know, your twerk is undefiled, marriage is honorable, and the bed is undefiled. Mm-hmm. And even though that word bed means something different than we realize it to be, because Paul's actually talking about um, your seed, but to in our understanding of it, we know that he's saying that God honors marriage, and When Paul often does speak against Sexual immorality and sexual impurity He says that in the confines of marriage These things are okay So I think Even when it's like oh my leader was there And my leader is okay with it God is okay with it right? If God honors marriage If God honors the covenant of marriage Even if your leader didn't think y'all should have been twerking Mm -hmm. Does that mean it was right or wrong? But to that that point of you know, to twerk or not to twerk, where I think that social media and so many other types of avenues, where it has caused a disservice to humanity is it has given us access to people and information to people. And we think that access and information also gives us authority mm-hmm. to now speak about what they should or should not be doing.
0: Right. You know, one yeah. of
1: the questions I could not understand was like, why is this a big deal? Right. Why do we care? In my opinion, they're celebrating the fact that they got married. Exactly. However they choose to celebrate and however many people felt it was their right. Like, I don't understand that about comments right. anyway. Mm-hmm. Right. If I see something on social media that I don't agree with. I keep scrolling. Very rarely do I even <laughs> respond to it. You know, right. if I like right. something, out, double tap, give it a heart. If I don't chances are I'm going to keep scrolling or I'm going to just go and follow that person or that page. Mm -hmm. But very rarely do I speak back to something I don't agree with. So the hundreds of thousands of comments on that was just so interesting to me about why do people feel like they have the right to speak to what this young man and this young woman were doing at their wedding. Now, I also think the reality of that is, is that when you have a public life, Mm -hmm. People think they have the right to say things, you know, and Jesus even spoke to that. He said to whom much is given, much is required and to whom this is where we don't quote to whom men or people have committed more of them. They ask the more. So basically it's saying if I hold you in some regard or esteem, then I expect more out of you. Mm -hmm. Right. So people, I think, will say the reason they were upset about the young man's post is because of who they see him to be. You know, he's a powerful minister of the gospel through music. And I don't think that they wanted to see him in that human and divine. Right. Mm Because sexuality is divine as well as it is human and Primal and physiological, but they don't want to see him in that capacity, which I think is to deprive people of their wholeness. And I think that's what's wrong with relationships, particularly in general, but definitely in the body of Christ. We don't want to see the beauty of what God gives us in relationships, especially if it doesn't come in some way that feels or
0: looks anointed, or looks yeah, looks spiritual. It looks looks like something that's supposed to be, you know, uh, mystical. I'll say it like that because sometimes people look look at spiritual things as being mystical and magical and, you know, yeah.
1: Yeah, I remember years ago hearing uh, a famous preacher, like probably one of the most famous of all preachers in this last, say, 20, 30, 40 years, and he said, you know, we act like sex is the one thing that God lets us do that's dirty and wrong, like, and he turns his head like, go ahead, y'all just go ahead (laughs) and have sex real quick, and then come back and be spiritual. Come back and be natural come back and be whatever but like Mm. this one thing it's dirty but I'm gonna let y'all go ahead and do it and then he and so I think that backlash was such an interesting reality of how we still have not contextualized sexuality in a relationship Mm
0: -hmm. sexuality
1: among people that we deem to be quote unquote spiritual and and then how again how he apologized for it but how People also supported him. I saw so many other couples taking pictures and being like, shoot, we stand in solidarity with our brother. I know, that's right. Um, And I just, you know, I found like that was such a intriguing thing. Like, why is this a thing? Why do we care? As if, and I'm going to, as if the quote unquote world is the only one that can have a monopoly on sexuality. When other artists are making songs that are acronyms and we're not gonna again drop these names, but mm-hmm. other songs and other artists like they fully embrace their sexuality
0: mm-hmm.
1: when people of faith have that side of them, we act like this.
0: Yeah. And I think and, you know, that and why you're kinda of saying that, it makes me wonder. So how would he how would he be embraced if he makes a love album? I just mm-hmm. wonder. It just came to my mind. Mm-hmm. Like if he, if, you know, he's married and everything, and he made, you know, and he, you know, he he got with some of his some of his other fellow worshipers and made, uh, you know, who had and made a love album. How would that be received? Mm-hmm. You know, would people be like, "Yo, he sang the house down," and you know, I could get with that, or would they be like, "Yeah, I don't think that's appropriate because he's a worship leader." Mm-hmm. You know, it's and I feel like so many people would would then go from there because. Because social media, I feel like social media has given people the. We used to call them um, cyber thugs. Mm-hmm. Cyber thugs um, and thumb yeah. thugs and all that. The, it, social media, I feel like, as what, though it's a, a very good tool, it can be used as a good tool. Mm-hmm. It also gives, like, this unwritten. Authority or boldness to people, mm-hmm. like you know, to be cyber thugging and bugging basically, and feel like they can say whatever they want because they're literally behind a keyboard. Mm-hmm. And unless you know that person and can roll up on them, they're gonna say whatever they want and feel like it's okay. Now, do do you have the right to say what you want? You absolutely do. But for me, it's like this: Do I care enough? Right. That's where I stand with it. Do I do I care enough? Like I I personally. It would be real easy for me if, if I was in his shoes, I could have blocked, deleted all of those people, or I could have just not responded at all. Mm-hmm. Boop, not even care. Because you know what? At the end of the day, they're still not paying my bills. Mm-hmm. They don't have any say on what's going on in my relationship at all. So why am I worried about what they think?
1: And I don't know so much that he was worried about it. but oh, I'm not saying that he is. Right, right. I'm saying, but I think what it comes back down to is what is our perception around why, like, why did people feel like what he did and his wife did or what they posted was wrong? Particularly from a faith perspective. Mm-hmm. I don't think the world and even the church world has done enough to celebrate relationships and what happens inside, especially as the scripture tells us, around marriage and godly relationships Mm -hmm. because I would have thought that a post like his celebrating their marriage in the church. I came up, I remember (laughs) one of my cousins got married and and, uh, our pastor was the grandfather and she was a virgin and they got married and you know after the wedding, we were at the reception and he got up to make the uh, so She lived in Ohio. We lived in Pennsylvania. And so he came to Ohio for the uh, wedding. And he was like, now you can celebrate God's way. And it was such a hilarious thing because everybody, quote, unquote, knew what he was talking about. And I think at the end of the day, like, I was so shocked that people were so upset about him putting up that post of them, quote, unquote, celebrating God's way. Now, I have another reason why I think this was a thing, and I'm going to get to that in just a minute. But if we really did celebrate and understand God's blessing Mm -hmm. over sexuality and marriage, we would be teaching the Song of Solomon totally different. We always want to make that be an allegory for Christ in the church. That is so not true. No, he
0: was talking about. He was literally talking about women.
1: It was Solomon <laughs> and one of his. Yeah. Now that's a whole other conversation yeah. too. But Solomon and one of his wives. Mm-hmm. This was like some sexting. Like we put this in twenty twenty one context. It was if Solomon. And his girl had the iPhone, yeah. their DMs, their text messages, mm-hmm. you at work, I can't wait for you to come home. Let me tell you what's going to happen when you come home. Like, that's what that conversation was. It was not an allegory for Christ in the church. And until we can, if we would, if we really had a divine understanding of how God has blessed relationships with the gift of sexuality, we would be teaching that differently than this whole... It's about Christ in the church. No, it was two people sexting. It's,
0: essentially, it, it's so funny because when you, as soon as you brought up uh, song of Solomon, I remember being in a church service, and I you, and you, I know you remember like back in the days when they used to, like the, the ministers used, to, all the ministers used to have a chance to testify just before the preacher get up. Mm-hmm. We well, didn't do that. In some okay. in some cases, they used to do that. Like ministers okay. would testify before a preacher come up. Okay. Well, I remember. One of the, he was a local pastor. He he was, that church was his home church, but he had went and uh, started another ministry. But I remember him getting up, and I guess him and his wife had just recently had an anniversary, and he got up talking about his wife. Mm -hmm. and He got up, and he was caressing the (laughs) pulpit, and he was talking about how just like Song of Solomon said, my wife, her breasts is like clusters of grapes. And I remember sitting in, I was young, so I'm Mm -hmm. sitting in the front seat and I'm looking like, like, did he really just say that in church? Mm -hmm. And, you know, of course, his wife was was sitting on the pulpit behind him, red as can be, because, you know, she was embarrassed, but he was, he was, like, there in it. He was like, like, you could see him almost going back. To whatever moment that was that mm. they had, mm-hmm. and correlating it with the scripture, and he was excited, mm-hmm. you know. And I remember that, and we used to always laugh about that. I laugh about it even now, mm-hmm. but to but even like kind of bringing that forward, thinking about that then, and realizing even then he understood the word then, and understand and understood that hey, this was a beautiful thing. Mm-hmm. It wasn't a dirty thing. It mm-hmm. wasn't like, ooh, no. It was things that actually happened for real, and now he was bringing it forward in his life. Mm-hmm. So you know, it kind of it just brought me back there, like, like yeah, even back then, like he loved his wife, mm-hmm. and he was okay with expressing it, even if he was using scripture.
1: And, and I think that that's a powerful. Uh, and I had to just be honest. I think if you ever got up and did that in church, I would probably, or any public setting, I would probably, even though I'm not dark enough to see it, I mean I'm I'm not light enough to see it. I would probably turn beet red too, <laughs> and then I would cuss you out on the way home, and by
0: in, in the spiritual cuss, right?
1: I don't think I would
0: like you doing <laughs> that either. You get embarrassed about me saying you're delicious And you're gorgeous and bodacious And you know voluptuous and thick And Stop. Stop.
1: (laughs) But definitely I would definitely feel the same way But I do think a lot of that has to do With how we have been taught Mm -hmm. About sex Particularly women We've been taught to be pious and prudent and virtuous and chaste and all these words that I don't think they speak to men about now that ties into my real theory about why everybody got so upset about this bit this picture mm-hmm. um, one because it looks like she's in an uncompromising position in this picture now from what I understand and, and don't quote me on this but if I if I remember correctly, what he explained in his uh, apology was she backed up to him. It wasn't like he bent her over, mm-hmm. but she backed up to him. And it's now, again, but again, <laughs> regardless, but this, this is what I'm saying. Let's just say he had. <laughs> I think what that speaks to is this level of um, piety, chasteness, Etc. Etc. And even let's go here, right? The missionary position, (laughs) right? Right? What is that word even (laughs) speaking to? And then you know the quote unquote, and this hopefully we should probably said this in the beginning. It's a PG thirteen podcast today. I
0: don't 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 know who. I'm I'm
1: just saying people might be listening to in their car and stuff like that. But you know the doggy style position versus the missionary position. Right. and in this picture it's clearly, she was out. Okay, not okay <laughs> again she was clearly not in the missionary position so in the first picture they're worshipping and then they go from hands lifted uh, hands, hands raised lifted. Wait, hands lifted <laughs> or hearts raised to doggy style twerk picture right mm-hmm. I really think though the problem in this is He's
0: or
1: the problem black. perceived, you mean. Yep. He's a black man. She was a white woman. Mm-hmm. And there she is being shown in some subjugated position. Mm-hmm. And I think that's what the real problem was. There's nothing that anybody could really tell me differently. Because, again, I didn't read through the hundreds of thousands of comments. I don't understand why people felt they needed to. But if I understand, as I looked at the picture, like, well, what's the problem with this? That was and their I said, issue. I know, I said mm-hmm. to you and probably a couple other people, I don't think this would have been a problem if this had been a black woman. But this idea of um, piety, prudence, because I don't think it was about, oh, you're a worship leader, you're supposed to be a man of God. Because again, if that's what we really believed, then we wouldn't be upset because their marriage is honorable, right? <laughs> right? And the bed is under But when we go deeper into what it really was, I don't think it had anything to do with the fact that they were married or that they were twerking. I think it had everything to do with this idea that a black man had this white woman <laughs> in a compromising position. And I don't know that anybody will ever tell the truth about that. But that's my story, and I'm sticking to it. Because if it is that marriage is honorable, if it is that, which, you know, if we've done this Christ's way, we've done this God's way, why are we really upset about it?
0: Well, one of the things I think I said to you before also was that I, I, I agreed with you. And what I tacked on to that was the fact that I believe it still would have been an issue if it had a black on black. But I think it would have been a different issue. There would have been a different type of commentary. Mm-hmm. But I still, it still would have been a, an issue, but not the same issue. Mm-hmm. I think it would have been more like, "Yep, there they go again." Like you know, like a- almost a demeaning versus versus being like cast upon. Like oh, because on this side, on on the side that we're looking at now, <laughs> the reality is it was like they was kind of cast down, looking down upon. Like oh, how could you do this? Like why would you do? Almost like they shouldn't have been doing it versus. I think if it had been the flip side, it would have probably been like, oh, yep, like, yeah, this is what I expect from them. Like, oh, yeah, you know, that's I feel like there would have been there still would have been an issue, but just something a different issue.
1: And I I hear that. I still think that it would not have been as big of an issue. So there they go again if that's the case if people are looking at like oh which I do think speaks to and we've talked about this you know reality in other episodes around you know systemic oppression institutionalized racism cultural biases all those things I think that there is this prevailing myth that black people are overly sexualized Mm -hmm. and and that goes into white body supremacy and other things but I think the so there would have been An issue, but I think the heightened issue, this issue of high backlash, and even among black people, right? Just because black people have, or people, let me say this way just because the oppressed people have the same mindset of the oppressor doesn't make it any less less. oppressive, right? Right? So if I believe I'm stupid, if I believe I'm not smart enough, if I believe I'm less than a man, just because I'm a woman doesn't make it any less, uh, of a gender issue a male supremacist attitude so I think people could say back to our commentary today like well no there was black people in the comments too and And? (laughs) it doesn't mean that they still don't have the mindset of the oppressor so you know I feel like if it is true that Black people have often been labeled as, you know, completely sexual and primitive, etc. And here they are, here he is bending, even though he said it wasn't his, she did it, but here he is bending this white woman over. Mm -hmm. I think that was the reality because to twerk or not to twerk, you know, that's our uh, funny way of, you know, titling this episode But if we're just speaking about right or wrong, good, bad, God, not God, Christian, not Christian, maybe the only inappropriate thing was to share that maybe private moment publicly. Because as one person said before, and I really appreciate it, he said, everybody can't handle your details. Mm -hmm. I do believe maybe he could have saved himself a little bit of backlash just because this proves that everybody can't handle your details. But I don't think what we're saying, the reason that we was upset about it is the real reason we was upset about it because we believe marriage is honorable and the bed is under file. So, you know, I think that, that there's something that people don't really want to talk about about why we was mad
0: about that. Go ahead. I think it's true. But I think also is that that is that, you know, the whole marriage is honorable. And the whole marriage is honorable and the better on the file All that, I think, is said but not often backed up.
1: Well, it's absolutely not backed up and this so, is a great And example that's, that and that's why
0: I, that, you know, so that's, I, I feel like, you know, people, I think it's been said as long as, I mean, you know, for as for long as we've been alive, we have heard it. And for, for as long as we've been alive, I don't think a lot of the, the places that we have experienced, let me say that, have done a great job at standing with that solidarity of marriage, and pretty much what you do in your marriage. Mm-hmm. I, I don't think that's all. I think, like I said, it's, it's spoken, it's spoken about, like it's said, like the statement is made, but there's not nothing else to back it up or solidify it or help people understand. It and be okay with it, and you know, be bold with it and be okay. Like, okay, like this is this is our life, this is our marriage, this is what we do. Are there some couples that are absolutely like that? Yes, but I think in some places, the body of Christ have done a poor job.
1: In a lot of places. Yeah, I, 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 Man, I, I that's why I said. That's why I,
0: I, I don't want to put everybody under the bus mm-hmm. because if, there are some. There's somebody out there that's doing it. Right. But I think in a lot of places they've done a poor job at that, and that has led to the ones who have always had just that same uh, surface thought of it's undefiled and it's it's between you and yours, but don't get dig any deeper because they only have that surface belief. They feel that they had they feel they have the right to say whatever they want to say. They feel they have the right to, you know, come at someone else's relationship. The reality is you don't.
1: Right. So, you know, as we bring this episode to a close, what would you say your your last words to our listening audience around this subject is
0: if you post it, be prepared and stand by your marriage, your relationship. As strong as you really stand by them for real, like like you stand by them next to them, and you are secure in what in what you whatever it is you're doing, just do that. Mm-hmm. Be bold. I was trying to make this make sure this wasn't a plug towards the bolder than most because I yeah. felt it in my britches But yes, be bold.
1: So I think what I would say, and this is gonna be funny, what I'm about to say, uh, to twerk or not to twerk. That is the question, but taking taking a borrowing a phrase from from uh, Joshua. As for me in my house, <laughs> oh, we gonna twerk. But I'm <laughs> laughing because I can't twerk. <laughs> That's what makes it funny. I can't twerk, but it's funny because. Uh, we have uh, jokes among our friends, like our, our my female friends we be sending each other videos or some of us be trying and, and we fail miserably and so we laugh at each other, like, trying to do different things, like, we like, girl you thought you was making it clap? It didn't move nowhere, but <laughs> to the point, so when I say, well, so for me and my house, we gonna twerk we gonna do some variation of it, it's probably not gonna look like a twerk be a tweak,
0: but it's know. gonna be a It's going to be some work. How about that? It'll be something. (laughs) But
1: (laughs) I think, again, let's really celebrate what God intended for relationships to have. Let's celebrate what God intended marriages to be, which is so many different things. Partnership, love, companionship, Mm -hmm. communion, community, including expression of that divine nature of sexuality and i want to keep highlighting it's divine it's not demonic it's not Mm -hmm. nasty it's not it's divine and god put that in us because of the way he created us and the power of connection that comes through sexual intimacy so you know again don't post it maybe if you don't want the backlash but don't not do it just because you don't post it so until next time get your twerk on (laughs) (laughs)